welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is Light, the light-fingered thief here. And I am Logar, the barbarian. And we're here to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Because we love D&D. And to most people today, when you say D&D, they default to D&D 5th edition, the current form. And there are definitely groups that aren't playing that much D&D 5th edition, but they don't seem to be the majority sometimes. No, you're right, because, uh, you know, when we were growing up, it was a very niche group of us playing role-playing games, you know, if it was AD&D or BX. But now I keep reading and seeing 5e being quite mainstream. You know, I just read an article where there are some football players, I think maybe up in Cleveland. Oh, really? On the Cleveland Browns that were that had a D&D group, you know. So these are essentially football player, professional football player who would been jocks when we were growing up <laughs> playing D&D 5e and then you've seen all of these uh, Hollywood stars playing D&D 5e as well too like you know whatever Vin Diesel or Ruby Rose as well as all the critical role people so it seems like 5e D&D popularity has really gotten into the into the mainstream quite a bit well we had a D&D group in high school at the school in the evenings and it was with the football coaches and the football coaches would play in the D&D game so oh, wow <laughs> So uh, this is not the first time I've seen or heard of football players playing the D and D by far. So I want to I want to point out something that's changed in just as a as a gaming geek, I guess. And I used to go to some some of these gaming stores that exist in this area, and I'd walk in. There was a lot of different games, a lot of small press games, a lot of odds and sods lots of used games and they'd be stacked all these a, a wide variety of them and dungeons and dragons was one of them then after a while i started walking into some stores and the only books i could find were fifth edition DD books like the other books had vanished from the shelves of a lot of the gaming stores people were making their money off of the fifth edition i know a lot of smaller presses troll lord games uh green ronin i believe is one that does a lot of stuff Cobalt as Press. well as yeah cobalt press um i mentioned troll lord at frog god games they all yeah. and goodman games all kind of do a lot of fifth edition stuff and they kind of publish their own games on the side but it seems like the money makers are making stuff for fifth edition yeah for all of the recent kickstarter that you see the majority of them seem to be for 5e supplements and 5e expansions so i think it's great that we're getting more and more people into tabletop role-playing games. I think it's great that we're seeing it in popular social, well, popular media and social media, and it's becoming more mainstream. Um, my hope is that, you know, this will lead into people exploring other role-playing games beyond, you know, the D&D or fantasy. Yeah. Fifth edition. Yeah. The basic D&D game. That's currently the one that they're putting out. There's right. tons of great games. I've played so many of them. Like I and I didn't start with D D to begin with. D D is something I played later. So for me, there's a lot of good games out there to play and get into. If I were starting gaming now, at the age that I started, I was younger and just getting into gaming. There's no reason I wouldn't just start with my fantasy role playing game with Fifth Edition. There's so much stuff available for it. There's no reason not to just dive into it. There's no reason to say, "Hey, no, you have to play an older edition." I play older editions because I've got shelves full of the stuff. Sure. And one of my hindrances over the years has been like, I would have huge volumes of these books and then a new edition would come out every couple of years. And I'm like, I might pick it up, but I'm running a game of this right now and it's not going to end this year. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to sink a whole new, 
you know, fortune and, and replenishing this entire edition and, and just to change edition. So that's sometimes just becomes unpractical for an older game, or I don't want to do that all the time. Not looking to get more of the same books that I had before. I have a, I recently picked up Pathfinder second edition, the core book. Yep. And, and last Christmas, I got some gift cards and I got a bunch of the D&D 5th edition books from, because I had Target and Walmart gift cards, I could just order them on the site with those gift cards. I got a bunch of the 5th edition books that way. I'm, I'm not going to run to either one of those just because I have way more for other editions and other games. I'll probably focus on those. I would like to, I, I think I'd of the two between 5th edition and Pathfinder 2nd edition, I'd be more interested in playing in a 2nd edition Pathfinder game even though it's probably crunchier <laughs> yeah I, i'd be the opposite i probably play a, a 5e game i've been in 5e games before i'm not as familiar with pathfinder um because i never played 3.5 never played pathfinder so for me it's more of what i'm familiar with but i guess the thing that i find interesting is you know obviously both low guy and i are part of several local uh, facebook gaming groups and a lot of times people will post, hey, I'm new to the area. I'm looking for a game, looking to play D&D. And a lot of times Logar and I were like, okay, so you're looking to play 5e or you're looking to play other games or what? But usually the default nowadays is if they say they're looking for a game or D&D game. They're defaulting to 5e, which we, our current group does not play. Yeah, and I mean, it's, that's no, you know, this. that's neither here or there for me. We don't have a problem finding players, it doesn't seem. <laughs> like we have... Most of our groups have a pretty good amount of players, or we have well, like five or six games going on right now. Five games yeah, going on right now. I think right we have now. five games going on right now, and we have at least four, four to five players at least in each one. Yeah, the the smallest group I think only have might have four to five in that game every yeah. week, and that's still like we're that's not like yeah, it's not hurting. I was concerned about the Rifts game having a dozen players showing up at first. Like, I don't think a dozen is going to continue to come, but we're doing, and now we're like at, at eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's consistent. So we're not hurting. We're not hurting for people to play games that aren't fifth edition in our group. So like the urgency to make a switch isn't there. If someone in the group really has a good campaign or something that they want to run that's fifth edition, I'm 100% for it. I think that we're starting to see some people start to branch out and explore other games, especially with some of the indie games that are coming out, like Troikia and Morkboard. Yep. I think there's more interest in some of that. I'm wondering how much interest Pathfinder's gaining with the Union thing going on, because I've heard a lot of people saying stuff positive stuff about trying to get into some of Paizo's books and games. Yeah, I mean, I've purchased all of the Pathfinder 2e books off of, I forget, a Humble Bundle or something like that. But again, I'm probably not going to play it. I'm probably not going to learn how to play it right now just because we have so much, so many other games. I think I'd rather do, and right now, if I were to run, if I was like, okay, you're going to run a Pathfinder game, Logar, I think I'd try to run the first edition right now as opposed to the second edition, mostly because I've got like every hard book put out for Pathfinder first edition and tons of third party stuff. And again, it's that same idea behind it i got multiple core books so i don't have a problem if we have a game group passing them out around the table to roll up characters they're here yeah. i got the stuff for it that's just that's just usually what it boils down to when i'm running a game is what do i got the books for <laughs> for sure and like i said earlier i'm hoping that you know 5e is a good first step and gateway in into the tabletop role-playing game world for folks so that they can try other games beyond fantasy because, you know, we've been playing a lot of fantasy games here for the past couple of years. So I've been trying to push 
so that we try other genre games as well too and i think you've done the same thing you know you you have a risk game going on which is a non-traditional fantasy world game and we're going to be starting up uh mutant crawl classics we have all flesh must be eaten going on right now and so we're trying to diversify a little bit beyond the traditional fantasy and i'm hoping that with 5e you know people get exposed to tabletop role-playing games but then they'll start branching off into other areas one thing that i know that i do with games is i gravitate towards the systems i know and i'm familiar with as opposed to trying to learn a new system so i can understand a little hesitation when you're just getting in you've only played a single system it makes sense like oh there's a whole new system to learn with all these rules it's one of the reasons i'm a big proponent of rules light systems i think that free league is light enough that it's easy to pick up on a lot of the smaller games like oh mothership a lot of the osr games like swords and wizardry and old school essentials are pretty rules light easy to roll up a character quick i also am a big proponent of using more of those rules light systems like castles and crusades i think is a wonderful first time game for people who are just getting into role playing because of how quick you can roll up a character how less rules it has and how easy it is to just pick up on and run. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, we have a new game system or new genre. I'll just use pre-gens for people so they don't have to roll up a character. That way we can just start playing and then we can modify or massage the character to fit the, um, you know, whatever style the player might want to do for the character itself. I know um, we just had a podcast released recently in regards to, you know, rolling up random characters versus, you know, developing, (laughs) you know, characters there. So again, for new games, for new players, like I said, I'm doing pre-gens just to save them the hassle. But then from there, you know, we can massage and develop the character to fit whatever the vision they they may have had for that particular um, archetype. Here's another thing. We're going to go into the edition idea. As I was reading the Pathfinder second edition books, the one thing that I wanted in this book, because we're getting a new edition, would just be an outline telling me the difference between this and the prior edition, like pointing out where I can, like, this has changed, this has changed in a small list, perhaps with page numbers to lower, I can go to those things. So I don't have to read all 600 plus pages to get my head around it. I can kind of look through, see what I need to bone up on, what I need to adjust and move forward. I think anybody from Pathfinder to Dungeons and Dragons or anyone else putting out new editions of their old stuff would really be beneficial for people trying to pick it up and play it. It would be easier for me saying, okay, I'm going to try out your new edition. Let me see what's different. What's different. Yeah. Go through that little bullet point list and get an idea and see what the differences are. I would really appreciate that in in new editions for game books. (laughs) Yeah. I would agree with you, you know, with uh, Pathfinder, you know, that was evolution of what 3.5. Yeah, D&D, and then that became Pathfinder, you know, first edition. So I'm curious with Pathfinder second edition, is it evolving beyond 3.5 and 1? Um, it's uh, it's similar. I can tell you that from what I've read so far, it's very much like in a lot of ways so far, I don't feel it deviates that much from the original. I've still got a lot of reading to do. I can see some differences and how some of those rules fit in with what Pathfinder is. So if that means anything. <laughs> yeah. So again, you know, it feels like that you can probably pick up the game if you're familiar with the uh, first edition Pathfinder and be able to play it. But to your point with like, for example, in Hyperborea third edition, they were very clear in, in, in outlining what's going to be different, you know? So they laid it out pretty clearly in the beginning 
before the Kickstarter came out, like, okay, we're going to have some class differences and some changes here and there, but essentially, you know, 95% of the game is still the same. So. Yeah. And like from, from going from AD and D to AD and D second edition, I don't feel that the changes were significant enough. AD and D second edition just kind of set get went with a looser version of AD and D. It seemed to me the biggest change was going from charts to using a Thaco it was all compatible at the end of the day. I really appreciated that. I appreciate when a new edition like Hyperborea is backwards compatible so I can keep on using all the stuff I have. I'm more likely to pick up and start running those new edition things and add them to my existing game when it's compatible with previous editions. Right. You don't have to obsolete all the you know books that you already currently have or all the modules that you currently have. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So again, you know, I'm glad that uh, 5e has brought in a lot more people into the gaming gaming world. It's good for the community. It's good for the industry. It's good for the publishers. However, I do hope that people do you know branch out a little bit more into beyond traditional fantasy and the, the 5e base platform. And definitely check out things like side quest and and uh, zine quest and some of the little things that are being put out on Kickstarter and itch.io. There's so many cool little games coming out. There's gotta be something out there that could appeal to you. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of 5e platform games for cyberpunk, biopunk, um, and other genres out there now. So that's about all we have time for today. If you've enjoyed this show, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening, share us on social media, tell your friends and about us who are into get tell your game group to listen <laughs> in your game store and everyone else you'll find us on facebook just search wobblies and wizards wobblies and wizards.com is our blog and keep those dice rolling yep. make, make sure you roll them right for whatever system you're playing <laughs>